0: Dr. Balagai here. I have yet another episode of the Got Knowledge Talk podcast for physicians. It's uh, it's a podcast on the recent valvular heart disease 2021 guidelines from the ACC AHA. You should find this uh, a good starting point to read the guidelines. I hope you enjoy this podcast. This slide um, is my uh, is my conflict of interest slide. I'm an editor of several cardiology textbooks. This is a limited selection. I also serve as the American College of Cardiology CME editor for uh, the Journal of the American College of Cardiology, flagship journal, and uh, uh, and I'm the CME editor for Jack Imaging. The update on valvular heart disease, which came out last month, I'm gonna discuss on a few salient points on this very important document. Firstly, the new guidelines on echocardiographic timing of periodic Im- imaging after intervention of for heart valves. Secondly, additional TE monitoring prior to switching of antibiotics for infective endocarditis. Thirdly, the official pre-catheter TAVR imaging guidelines. Fourthly, preference for CT versus MRI for evaluation of aortic pathology in patients with bicuspid aortic valves. Fifthly, TE to determine feasibility for transcatheter edge-to-edge repair in high surgical risk patients with primary severe mitral regurgitation. And finally the structure of primary and comprehensive valve centers which are defined. All these are the updates in the new guidelines. Firstly, regarding echocardiographic timing of periodic imaging after valvular intervention, the guidelines for post-intervention echocardiographic surveillance follow. A, for surgical mechanical valve at baseline, they want an echo. For surgical bioprosthetic valve, the guidelines recommend at baseline, at five years, at 10 years, and then every year. Thirdly, for transcatheter bioprosthetic valve, echoes are recommended at baseline and then every year. In the case of surgical mitral valve repair, echoes are recommended at baseline, at the end of one year, and then every two to three years. And then for transcatheter vital valve repair, they recommend at baseline and then annually. Regarding the update on TEE monitoring for prior to switching of antibiotics for patients with infective endocarditis, the guidelines recommend that patients being considered for an early change to oral antibiotic therapy for the treatment of Table in infective endocarditis should have a baseline transesophageal echocardiography before switching to oral therapy. So it's important to get a baseline. Secondly, a repeat transesophageal echocardiography one to two th- three days before completion of oral antibiotic regimen should also be f- performed. And these guidelines are taken from the POET trial, which is the Partial Oral Treatment of Endocarditis Trial, which showed non-inferiority of early antibiotic therapy to long-term IV therapy in patients with stable left-sided endocarditis. Regarding pre-tabular imaging guidelines, the new guidelines recommend a contrast-enhanced coronary CT angiography in patients with a low pretest probability for coronary artery disease or an invasive angiogram is recommended to assess coronary anatomy and to guide revascularization. Regarding preference for CT versus MRI for evaluation aortic pathology in patients with bicuspid aortic valves, In patients with bicuspid aortic valves, where TE is not able to fully evaluate for aortic pathology, CT angiography or cardiac MRI is indicated. This decision depends on the patient preference, the insurance coverage, the expertise in the institution and the consideration for radiation exposure. Regarding TE to determine feasibility for transcatheter edge-to-edge repair of mitral valve in high surgical risk patients with primary severe mitral regurgitation, patients with primary severe mitral regurgitation at high surgical risk should have TE to determine feasibility for transcatheter edge-to-edge repair. This is supportive of the recommendation that in severely symptomatic patients, that is NYHA class three or four, with primary severe mitral regurgitation and high or prohibitive surgical risk, transcatheter edge-to-edge repair is reasonable if mitral valve anatomy is favorable for the repair procedure and patient life expectancy is at at least one year. Regarding the structure of primary and comprehensive valve centers, the new guidelines define the structure of a primary valve center and a comprehensive valve center for the first time to include a valve echocardiographer and a CT expert in both interventional echocardiography in a comprehensive center. This is due to the increasing diagnostic and therapeutic options for patients with valvular heart disease and for the ability to optimize patient outcomes by properly matching patients to providers and facilities with appropriate expertise, experience, and resources. The key references for this article are the 2020 ACC/AHA guideline for Management of valvular Heart Disease in Jack 2021. The lead author is Dr. Catherine Otto. The other important authors are Dr. Rick Nishibura and Dr. Bob Bono. And then if anyone wants a succinct uh, takeaways or the key takeaways from this document, recommend you go to acc.org where Greg Cantor and Dr. Smyrdar caught together, both the physicians, have a terrific synopsis of this guideline document. I'll now be discussing. I hope you all have enjoyed this podcast and it has been beneficial. Follow me on Twitter at rrbaliga MD.